Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Marnie Swedberg, and I welcome you to Marnie and Friends, a place where leaders share practical, helpful, and encouraging ways to get anything important done faster, better, and smarter. Right now, I encourage you to sit back, buckle up, and join us for fun, laughter, practical help, and clear thinking, the kind of discussion that focuses our attention off of the fluff and onto the most important stuff in life. Again, welcome to Marnie's Friends. Let's get going. Hey everybody, it's Marnie. Welcome back to another edition of Marnie's Friends. We are excited to have you here with us today, as well as our special guest, Lauren Pibworth, who's going to be training today on how to create a speaker's website that books. And if you have a website and you would like to get more bookings, you are in the right place. Today, during this hour-long training, you will learn how to create a website that instantly attracts potential bookings, how to build a compelling desire in meeting organized organizers in their own language so they are more likely to say yes to you, how to prove your professionalism by giving meeting planners exactly what they need before they even ask right there at your website, how to lay out your site in a way that makes booking you enjoyable and easy, how to get shortlisted as soon as possible, even before a phone call or email is exchanged, how to understand exactly what elements need to be on your front page and why, and how to develop a list that will generate bookings for years to come. I'm so excited to bring this training to you and to introduce you to our awesome guest presenter today, Lauren Pibworth. Lauren founded Pibworth Professional Solutions in 2007 and using her skills and experience in the advertising industry to build a brand that fast-tracked her company into one of the most successful virtual marketing agencies in North America. Using proven strategic marketing techniques, Lauren and her team work with speakers and coaches who are living on the edge of greatness to get them on more stages, increase their bottom line, and spread their message. Welcome to you, Lauren. Thank you so much. I feel like I should blush after that introduction. Oh, no, but I feel like we should all stand up and clap. Yay! Okay, because you're going to give us the kind of help that we need. And, you know, it's not so um, it's not so obvious how to build a website that's just going to make a event planner go, yes, finally somebody gets my life, you know. Uh, she understands. It's it's so true. We We tend to... I, I say we because I'm right in the boat with you, but we tend to think about our speaking career as being all about us. But it's actually all about the people that we're serving. And we forget that as speakers because we're standing up, you know, feeling the applause and, and everything else, but it's really not about that. It's, yeah. it, it's about who are you serving, how are you solving their problems, and who's hiring you. Well, and I think going all the way back to the who's hiring you, I think that that one gets lost a lot in the shuffle. I tell you what, as a host of a radio show, and also I've invited, I've I've coordinated expos and different things where I've invited many, many speakers and presenters all at once. I can't even tell you how many times I have wanted to invite someone, and I can't even find contact information. Or if I can find contact information, I can't find the most basic types of answers to the questions that I have to have before I put their name on a short list. So that's really what we're doing here today. As first speakers, we're going to help you make sure that you are in the moment that matters, which is maybe sometimes 3 in the morning when the planner is online looking for her next speaker. Uh, you're going to be able to give her exactly what she needs right then, right there. So, Lauren, let's just talk about a little bit 
about the instant appeal factor. What is going to be the most important thing that an event planner sees when they arrive at a person's, at a speaker's site that's going to say, yeah, I like this? Well, in my experience, event planners are, are really asking themselves main questions. Does this speaker fit in with the topic and the the theme of the event that I have planned? And you need to answer that immediately. And usually the way you answer that is through your video. If you do not have a really good quality video explaining who you are, what, what you do, and why we should hire you, it's really... We've got seconds, seconds, and the competition is so fierce out there for speakers. So you have got to get them right away, absolutely right away. So it's, it's in your video, it's in your language. And it's also really important to remember that um, we, we as speakers tend to think about what the audience gets out of our talk. And what I'm really trying to get across is what the audience gets is kind of secondary. That if you want to get booked by a meeting planner, you have to tell the meeting planner what the outcome of your talk is going to be and therefore why they should hire you. So, for instance, I, I mean, I, I'm an informational speaker. So when I talk, I'm teaching the audience, I'm teaching your, your, your audience right now, how to build a speaker website. But when, I, when my website would be talking to you, it would be more along the line of, I'm going to give your audience actionable steps they can take away today and implement so they'll continue to come to your conferences. Mm-hmm. Right? The meeting right. planner is in the what's in it for me um, mindset and not always just in the what's in it for the audience. Well, they have to right, they because they have to think bigger than that. They it is obviously their heart is to bring the audience, the speaker that is going to best match the needs of the audience. I mean, that's that's the bottom line. But they have to think so much bigger than that because if they just bring in a speaker who can do that but misses everything else, um, you know, isn't isn't on time, <laughs> doesn't show up. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, there's all kinds of other factors that the event planner has to think about other than just do you have the message I want. Exactly. Are, are you a, a professional? Do you know how to keep on time? Goodness gracious. How many times has has your keynote speaker gone over and all of a sudden your entire day? is is now in a state of flux and you don't have time to think about that as as a meeting planner right right you you really do want to work with people who understand your role and and what you're doing here what i loved lauren when i was introduced to you and and by the way you guys if you haven't seen her website yet you want to go to pibworthps.com p-i-b-w-r-t-h P-S, um, P as in Paul, S as in Sam, PS.com, and that stands for Professional Solutions. And this website, when I arrived at your website, it was really one of the cleanest and most inviting websites I've ever been to. And I even even before I talked to you the first time, Lauren, I, I copied the website address and I sent it to uh, an, an associate and I said, check out this website. This is so cool. Because when you arrive at your website here, it's very clean. I have some choices. It's not like I don't have any choices, but it makes me curious. It makes me so curious about you uh, that it makes me want to stay here 
and look around a little bit. The goal is a website that instantly attracts potential bookings. So what are some of the things that would instantly repel a potential booking from your perspective? Oh, that's a great question. Um, Something that was really cluttered, if I couldn't find the information that I needed immediately, if I have to search for your email address and your contact information, if you don't have – how many times as a, as a meeting planner have you like, oh, shoot, where did I put that 100-word intro? I'm just finishing right. the um, the book now. I can't find it. All of that stuff needs to be immediately downloadable on your meeting planner page. So you've got to have your photos. You've got to have your um, your, uh, your your 100 and 300-word bios. There's, you've got to have clear expectations of exactly what, what your talks are. When there's clutter and when I can't find what I need at the drop of a hat, that's going to repel me. And if you don't look professional, yeah. that the visual presentation of the site will will deter people quickly. I think that it's important to step back again and to say, put yourself in the event planner's shoes. Not only is she asking you to come and bring a message, but she is saying, I'm staking my reputation as someone who can judge character by what I see online, (laughs) and I'm going to say that you have excellent character and that you are going to shine bright here and be the best person I could have brought in. And does your website really reflect that? When I when I design um, when I put together we've got actually got a, um, a proprietary website roadmap that we work with with our clients and every website that we design whether you're a speaker or a coach there's really some main questions that you need to answer do you understand my problem or my pain how are you going to fix it what makes you good enough to fix it? I mean, this is your website is a conversation with someone who doesn't care if they're going to hurt your feelings. Right. And how <laughs> right. much is it going to cost? Right. They don't even know you. Exactly. Right. They're, they're skimming. They're looking for those, the answers to those four questions right on your homepage. And if okay. You I only got three of them, so go back. Catch, oh, give us the Okay. Again. So do you understand my pain? Right. What is it that you're going to do to make it better? What makes you think you're good enough to do that? How much does it cost? Uh, How much does it cost? (laughs) Right? Because I can, I'd love to work with with, um, speaker coaches who are running $100,000 a year programs. I'm going to discount that person because that's not what I have at this moment. Right. Right. I mean, how many of us get to the pages, you know, with the long sales copy pages and you just skip over every last thing and you go down to the bottom just to see how much it costs? I mean, everybody mm-hmm. does that because what we are is we are we are where we are in life. And just like you just said, there are actually some people who can work with $100,000 coaches and there are people that can work with $1,000 coaches and there are people that can work with $100 coaches and there are people that can work with $10 coaches. So you have to you have to say, where am I right now? Where does God have me right now? What is reasonable mm-hmm. for me? And can this work? And so does every event planner. Such an important consideration. Every event planner has a budget. Yeah. Yeah. So great. How do you – let's go back and, to and video. Sorry, just, for just, just from a yeah, speaker's yeah, perspective, um, there's also we, – we talk about event planners having budgets, but 
oftentimes it's important to remember that an event planner often has two budgets they can work with. There's the budget for the speaker, but there's also quite often an, an educational budget. So if you're willing to to speak, if, if you're normally, say, a $5,000 a day speaker, if you're willing to speak for 1000 but you've got a room with 500 people and everyone is required and your book or product is supplied to everyone in the room and that comes out of the meeting planner's education budget, sometimes you can really work within those those parameters as well. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And and another thing, another thing that I usually do is to book more than one place. So if I if I book one place, if I'm traveling there, and and part of the reason that I do this so conscientiously is I don't get to go that often because of our restaurant and retail store. So I stay home a lot. But when I do go, I usually try to fit in multiple speaking engagements on one trip. And so that that's another way. If you need a certain amount of money out of a out of a venture, you can oftentimes coordinate with other groups right in that same area where you're going to actually come up to your budget. So there's there's different ways to work around that. But but every meeting planner does really have a budget. I mean, they can't just pick a number out of the air and say, perfect, that's just perfect. No, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. now, right. They can, they can try and get sponsors, but right. yeah. then you're right. making it hard for them. Right, yeah. You're making it, yeah. Then you're making it harder. Yeah. So we'll talk about work. video. What, does, what needs to be in a speaker video? There's really two main types of video that I like to see on a speaker site. And one is a 30 to 45 second, this is me, this is why I am the right person for you. You need to, to uh, look, you need to look, look through and, and this is how awesome I am. And that <laughs> needs to be on the home page. Sorry? Yep. And and then um, the other types of video is, of course, samples of you speaking. So I – and not everybody has five, six, seven really good talks that have been filmed. And I we we get that. But we can certainly stand in uh, – if, if, if we're on a budget and we want to create this video, um, we can certainly stand in different rooms if we can go in a, in a hotel or an area and change our jacket. And do a, a five-second spiel about what what you would do in your talk, and then move to a different colored wall, change jacket. Right? We want to we want to see that you've done more than one speech. Right? We want to we want that feel that there's definitely more than um, more than a one-trick pony here. That this person has the experience. They are in fact professional. Yeah, and I I've seen I've seen um, the ones I don't recommend are the ones where it's um, really canned, where it's obvious that it's a setup. But the ones where you can even speak to a small group of people are fine. Mm-hmm. What what they're what a meeting planner is really looking for is how you're communicating your heart when you're in front of people, and how you're communicating your message. They want to hear how you say it, how you do it. Mm-hmm compared to how other people do it. And you might think that that's really going to um, require that you're so pro, but one of the things that helped me to get more comfortable about this in years past is as a you know, director of uh, womenspeakers.com, we've got speakers on there that speak all the time, some gals that are speaking you know, 200 times a year, really, literally. Um, and uh, one of the gals that speaks all the time, uh, she put a video up, and I was so surprised. 
because she literally reads her speeches. She reads them. Now, I would have thought that someone who read their speeches wouldn't be booked 200 times a year. (laughs) But you know what? She has this amazing humor and this amazing heart. And when she reads her speeches, it connects with people. And it doesn't matter that she reads her speeches because she's connecting with people. And you can see that in the video. So I'm just going to encourage you that at whatever level you are, you are. And that's okay. And there are going to be places that fit for you. So just go ahead and be brave and and get the video and get it out there and go forward from there. Well, let's move on to building a compelling desire in meeting organizations in their language so that they can say, yeah, so what is some of the language of a meeting planner that you need to think about? Well, that goes back to um, answering the what's in it, what's what's in it for them, right? You've really got to spend some time and think about what kind of organizations you want to speak with, and whether you're attracting a meeting planner or a corporate audience or a conference organizer, exactly what it is that you're saying, what and what what language they then want to hear. So if, if it is, in fact, a meeting planner, then they, they want to know that they want the language that really says to them, um, yes, I, I, I'm a professional. I know exactly what, what you need. I'm going to deliver everything that, that you need. And um, you're going to talk in terms of, of deliverables at the conference, not necessarily, well, I talk about this, right? They, they want to know exactly what the audience is going to feel, they want to know how the audience is going to leave, what kind of mood they're in, and exactly what, what, what you're delivering. If it's a keynote, they may want a certain element. But if it's a workshop, then usually that's a much more hands-on. Um, I, I say if you're doing a keynote, it's kind of like a sage on the stage and you're standing up there and you're telling people what to do in a, in a kind, nice, wonderful way. But if you're doing a workshop, it's really more getting down and talking to the people, and that's kind of more of a guide-by-your-side kind of thing. So someone who can really get down and connect with the audience on a personal level. And when you can articulate what you bring, then the meeting planner, it's much easier for them to say yes when, when you, in fact, are bringing what they need. Mm, that's so great. One of the things that keeps coming up here that we need to spend a couple minutes on is the difference between focusing on benefits and features. So features are like, I do this, that, and the other, or I speak about these topics, or I'm available at the drop of a hat, or I'm very inexpensive, or whatever you want to say your features are, versus the benefits. And what we really care about is the benefits. We really care about what you just said, how that's going to actually make us feel what we're going to actually possess when we leave and what difference that's going to make in our life. And if we can focus on the benefits instead of the features, we will have people's hearts much more quickly than if we have make them do the, you know, the mental gymnastics to go from benefits or from features to benefits to how they're going to feel about it. Absolutely. Like for a speaker who's maybe a conference kickoff presenter, um, they can talk about the fact you know whatever it is that their topic is but what the what the benefit is and ultimately and I add more to to benefits I actually say outcome so when I talk about this the audience feels that and therefore they 
right? So for a, 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 I was talking about a kickoff presenter. It could be that the benefit is the audience's mind has been opened and they're fired up. Therefore, they're ready to learn and absorb the teachings of the day. Mm. Right? So I like that. Three, I like that. You guys need to write that down. It's just a little formula. One plus two equals equals three, and the three is what the person's really interested in. So I say blank, or I do these, this or that, I present this or that, and the audience feels blank, therefore they blank. That's awesome. I love that. Thank Beautiful you. equation. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Well, I think that every time that we can make it, where instead of being, you know, really mystical and hard to understand, anytime we can make it practical and doable, that means it's more likely to get done. So that's what I really love about that equation. We're going to come right back and talk more about um, how to lay out the site in such a way that makes booking you easy and enjoyable. We'll be right back. The fastest and easiest way to find out which major women's events are coming to your area is to visit www.womensevents.info. That's womensevents.info. It's the only directory of its kind, and it features all of the major events like Women of Faith, Beth Moore, E-Conference Women, and so many others. It's free to search, and you can find it all at womensevents.info. Welcome back. This is Marty, and we're talking to Lauren Pibworth today about how to create a speaker website that books. So we are excited about what we're learning here because we can apply it right away. And Lauren's website is pibworthps.com. And next we're going to talk here about laying out your site in such a way that makes booking you enjoyable and easy. You know, at the beginning of the hour, Lauren, I mentioned that sometimes I cannot even find out how to connect with somebody online. And actually, I have to you know, admit that um, as a person gets more famous, gets more in demand, they actually tend to submerge that information on purpose um, so that they are more difficult to get a hold of. But unless you're at that level, if you want people to be calling you, <laughs> if you want people to be inviting you to speak, you really do want to make it easy. And what are some of the ways, Lauren, that we can make it so easy for an event planner to say, yes, I want to contact this person? Absolutely. And just before I – often people will um, uh, hide their info, especially if they're working with bureaus. Um, I can I can do a whole other talk on what, what, what it's like to work with a speakers bureau, but we'll, we'll we'll get into that. So on on your homepage, let's start there. I always want to see all of your social media right up in in the top right hand corner. I want to see your Facebook, your LinkedIn, your Twitter, your YouTube channel, um, Vimeo. If you if if you're using that, um, I really love Vimeo, um, and I also want. And this is so important. I want your phone number, and I want the little contact me box, just the little mail icon. And you know what? That should be on every single page, not just your home page. There should be a way to contact you via email. Personally, I don't have my phone number on my website because I'm not looking for people to call me. I'm busy. My time is mapped out according to client. So I will get to your email as quickly as I can, but I, I don't encourage phone calls. I also want to see up in, the, up in the navigation bar, I want to see an About Me page. 
I want to see an events page if you're really busy. If you're not really busy and it just looks like, well, she's got one event in 2014, don't put it up there. But I also want to see a page specifically for meeting planners. And I'll actually go through what needs to be on that page. Awesome. So that's on that's in your that's in your navigation. Now, on your homepage, we either have the um and we're I'm just kind of moving from left to right. So if you want to just kind of draw little boxes as 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 you go, this will help you with just kind of visualizing the map as we go. So we've got the navigation bar done. Then below that, in the left, the top two-thirds of the page should either be your video, which explains why you're the best person for any job, or that's where you can answer the the, the, the pain points, um, as, as we say in marketing. So I have, and that can be a slider. And a slider is um, something where you have photos and text, and it just continually cycles around. If you're on my website, you'll see that one of the first things you see is a slider. And it's the, the words on there are actually meant to evoke an emotional response. I know I could do better, if only. Right? Yeah. Um, and for 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 a speaker, it could be when you want an audience to rise to their feet in the first twenty seconds. Dot dot dot. Right. If that is what what you deliver. Right. Make sure that your key selling words, your action words, actually relate to your brand, and relate to what you can do, not just what you hope you can do someday. <laughs> right. But what, right. Right, because we need to be authentic right. and we need to be honest. All right. I was so thinking. I was thinking. Or, yeah. Before we go on to the rest of the page, though, right there, what you want to be thinking about is your. Um, I mean, I have I have these written down for myself. The moments in my life where I have felt so amazingly, I'm going to say, used by God, just in those moments where it was like, wow, that was just God flowing through and doing amazing stuff with me or through me for the people that were in front of me. Those speaking engagements where it was like, wow, just perfect connection. And in those in those moments, I was actually doing something, delivering something, or being in a specific position or um, uh, maybe the availability of some outcome. It's very specific for me. What is that for you? And you might be like, I'm not clear about that. I haven't had one of those yet. I, I'm not sure where my perfect fit is. Then you need to keep exploring that. But, Lauren, what you're saying here is that every speaker's page here on this slider thing, everybody's going to be different. There aren't going to be two speakers Absolutely. that are exactly the same. And that's going to be, well, no, be what, what makes a planner want to contact you versus somebody else. Or maybe pass you by in that case if you're not the right one. And you know what? You're saving yourself and the planner some time, and they're going to remember, exactly. that, remember you for that. And, right? and later, if they have that, that particular thing come up, they're going to right away think of you because they are going to remember. But I did see when I was looking for that, you know, event a couple of years ago, I remember there was that one speaker, where is she? And then you've got to be able to be found again, which is really important. Okay, so go ahead and finish, us, finish our page layout off here. Okay, so we've got the top two-thirds being a photo slider or, or a video, 
And then if you were to divide, to divide the rest of the page kind of in three, there we've got either a video to your best three minutes or um, at least a button to view it. If, if, if you've got a video of you saying why you're good, you don't want necessarily want two videos on the same page. If you've got photos, then you want your video there. You want a call to action underneath it. And, and I, I, know that, I know that's a technical term, but if someone is on your website, they will do what you tell them to do. And if you don't tell them to do anything, they won't do anything. Right? Yeah. So what is it that you want them to do? Do you want them to download your Speaker One sheet? Do you want to are, – are you selling a book? Do you want them to look at that? Do you want them to um, – do, do, is it a call to hire you immediately? Is it a list builder? Are you getting ready in the next six months to, um, to put on your own events and you really want to build your list? Okay, that could be your call to action. But you need to tell them what it is that you want them to do. And that call to action is based on your marketing plan as a professional speaker. Right? You should know what your goals are, you know, two, three, four, five, six months from now so that you can be putting things in place to actually reach those goals by then. Because if you decide, oh, I'm going to do a, a, a my own event next week, and you've done no planning and you've got no list, it, it is not going to be successful. So your call to action really is based on your plan as a speaker. Underneath the call to action goes what? And, you know, this is the piece that we wish that everybody would sit and read word for word. That's your written content. That's your top three topics. That's the who should attend and why. But you know what? A meeting planner isn't going to read that. So it needs to be one or two of your really amazing topic titles and a click here to read more. Because they're not going if we have big scrolling long home pages, no one's gonna read them. It breaks my heart to say that because I'm a copywriter and I really love to write a lot, but I also know that as a human being, I only have a few seconds to make this decision. Hmm. Underneath those three, if we think about the full width of the website again, and these elements are, those, those, those four elements plus the navigation bar are absolute musts, right? And we want to keep um, as much of that content above the fold as possible. And above the fold means that we're not scrolling down to find it. It is immediately in my field of vision when I open up your website. Um, and it's also important just to remember that above the fold changes on every single screen. If you have a big screen, you see a lot more of the site. If you're looking at your website on your tablet or your smartphone, the above the fold stuff is going to change too. So best and most important information is always at the top. Okay? So underneath those four elements, we can put a free giveaway. If, if your call to action was not um, to join your list, then 
we always want to be building our list. We always want to get as many people as possible interested in anything we might have to say. Um, that's also a whole, a whole other, other seminar. But um, Then we can put feature products there. And if we're not selling products, it could be a blog. Um, I really, really encourage speakers to, to, to write just a little bit. A blog does not have to be a five, you know, five hundred word essay. It doesn't have to be a five thousand word essay. It can be a paragraph. It can be a thought. It can be a, hey, I found this really interesting article, and this is how I feel about it. How do you feel? That's a blog post. You don't have to get all fancy. And then I'd love to also see testimonials or your schedule or something else that's interesting on there. And I know that's a lot. I've just talked a whole lot of minutes. It's a lot to absorb. But I think what I'd like you to do is, is just to start right at the top again and go yeah. um, from the top to the bottom. Just take 60 seconds and just give us all those elements again in case somebody got, like I know at one point I was like, I wonder if that was under this or beside that or whatever. So just <laughs> go ahead from the top to the bottom in about 60 seconds and give us the page layout one more time. Absolutely. In your navigation, you've got your social media icons, your telephone number, contact us. We need to have as far as pages, an about page, a products page, which is also your, your topics, and a meeting planners page at a minimum. In the top left two-thirds of the page, we've got our photos and our action words. Um, and we can... We can actually, uh, I'll tell you what, if you are on this call and you want me to send you a picture, email me and I will, I, will get, I, will get, I will get that for you. So we've got the photos in the top two-thirds and then right across from, the, from that top two-thirds, two we've got your video, which is your montage, your call to action, and then your what, your main topics. Underneath that, um, going straight across the page, right? So we've divided the page kind of in three, navigation, main four pieces, and then the other pieces go underneath everything across the entire bottom, is your free giveaway, your products, your blog, your testimonials. Awesome. Awesome. And you guys can, again, over at PIB, pibworthps.com on the bottom right there's a contact email there so you can get a hold of Lauren directly if you need more help. Also, I, I just encourage you to check out her site because it's laid out so beautifully and uh, it's a good a very good example of what she's talking about. You can see the components there in for her specific direction. You can see it right there right clearly. We're going to take a short break and come about come back and talk about how to get shortlisted ASAP, what that means and how to make it happen for you. We'll be right back. Do you ever need speakers for dinners, retreats, conferences, or other women's events? Check out www.womenspeakers.com. It's the largest online directory of Christian women speakers in the world, featuring over 1,500 Christian women speakers, some near you, and some from every level of experience and fee range you can imagine. So you're sure to find lots of great speaker options for you and your next event over at www.womenspeakers.com. That's women speakers.com. 
We are having a wonderful afternoon and good conversation here with Lauren Pibworth of PibworthPS.com and uh, talking about how to create a speaker website that books. We are all the way now to the part where we're talking about getting shortlisted. And I just can't even tell you, Lauren, how important it is for speakers to recognize that event planners are super busy. They're oftentimes choosing um, who to contact, who to present to their um, committee. They're, they're doing this in the middle of the night or in in a traffic jam or you know I mean they're they're doing this this at the at the game uh, on their cell phone they are really needing you as a speaker to give them everything they need right there online before they ever even pick up the phone to talk to you I mean do you agree with me absolutely one hundred percent um and a lot of that comes in the language on the home page when you are really clear about what you have to say, who needs to hear it, and I am a business owner. Who's going to pay me to hear it, right? Right. Because while there's a lot of us who choose to speak for free because we're we're spirit-led and we really need to do that, bottom line is that there are still many of us who need to rely on our speaking business to feed our family. So when we think about what we want to say, who we want to say it to, and who's going to pay to hear what we have to say, when we are clear and articulate that on the home page and in the language throughout the entire site, then it's easier for the meeting planner to say yes. Because if you can clearly articulate that, please don't expect them to figure out what it is that you do if you can't. <laughs> it's It's... It, it's so true. We, it, it's the clarity of the information and how it's presented. But there's also the element of what needs to be on a meeting planner page. And when I, when, I, when I put these together for my clients, we have four to six really good photos. We have testimonials from clients. And um, there's actually a blog on my website that talks about how to get good testimonials and how to ask people, if you have an opportunity to film um, testimonials after your events, that is just such an awesome opportunity. So if you're able to ask a meeting planner kind of three questions, if they have the time, remember, they are really busy. But if you're able to get them to, to frame their testimonials almost like a case study, this is what they talked about, this is how I feel, and this is the outcome, then you're really, really speaking their language. I'd love to see a client list. Um, And again, not everybody has a massive client list, and not everybody's client list is going to impress. So think about the brand and who you want to speak to before you necessarily do that. The other thing that I really love to make sure that my meeting planners have immediately is actually a link to download a zip file. Um, And a zip file is like a compressed file with all these different elements in it. And it has the introduction. What should someone say before they they, uh, introduce you on stage? It has bios. And there's a 100-word and a 300-word and sometimes a 500-word, but it's very seldom used. It's got all the photos available in high-res and low-res 
So you've got stuff that can be put on websites as well as stuff that can be immediately used in print material. It's got your speaker sheet, your speaker one sheet, which outlines everything and has got, you know, what what my topics are, who should attend, and that kind of thing. And the other thing that I include that I often get pushback from my speakers is actually a fee schedule and all of their admin items. Do you expect to be paid for travel? Do you um, do you charge a per diem to actually stay the day? Like not everybody does. A lot of the of the the, the really higher end speakers that I work with have all that written in there. Not I mean I don't. <laughs> not everybody does. But think about everything that they could possibly want. Give it to them without them asking, please. <laughs> <laughs> Make it easy. Show them that you know what they want and you're there for them. Isn't that what I, we all want? Is someone who's there for oh, us? I can't tell you how many how many event planners have said to me and I've had this same feeling when I've booked other people who really understand what it's like to book multiple speakers over time and I've had event planners say to me you are so wonderful because you get it. You get it. And that's what this training is really about, you guys. If you can understand what they need and give it to them, they will want to book you, even if you're not like a direct hit for them. <laughs> like, but she's so easy. I want to book her because I can tell she cares about me. She doesn't just care about coming and speaking. She cares about me, the planner, about my my work level, about my workload. And and honestly, um, in the in the speaker training at marnie dot com, Pam Farrell really really rocks at this. And if you don't know who Pam Farrell is, she's written her and her husband have written like I don't know thirty books or something like that, and most of them on family and and marriage relationships. And she has like three different contracts. So she has contracts for teeny tiny little groups great big huge conferences you know uh she she really bends over backwards when she arrives at locations she gets involved and helps you know fold the programs if that's what they need she's just this person who really gets what it's like to plan events and she really has a heart for the planner not just for the people she speaks to and of course she obviously has a heart for them too but i just want to encourage you that this information you're receiving here is gold if you will say um, I want to really get in the heart and head of the event planners who I want to work for and I want to make their life easier. They will be so grateful. I will be grateful. If you know, I'm Lauren, I can't even tell you how much more fun it is to book somebody who gets it than somebody and honestly, I I always use this as an illustration on my radio show. We keep track um Max and I share the same um email bin. So we just try to keep the email going with people. Um, Some of our guests require 20 to 40 interactions to do a one-hour interview on the radio, 20 to 40. And and other guests require three. You know, just let's book it. Let's do it. (laughs) You know? And it's just such a huge difference in workload for us. Why would you ever make it hard for someone to offer you work? Right, to really support it, you, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Support what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I want, I want to be hired, so I'm going to make it as easy as possible to hire me. That that just, 
that is a, a a piece of logic that is so often lost in, in the in the world today, not just with speakers, but with everybody. Um, I I want to be your friend, so I'm going to make it easy. Whatever it is that you want, when you make it easy for someone to give that to you, they're probably going to be way more likely to do it. You know, I want to go back to number three. You had given us three things that need to be right there in your speaker one sheet. Number one, what do I say? Number two, who needs to hear it? Number three, who will pay me to hear it? And I, I was thinking about I was thinking about that third question because some of the some of the speakers who will listen to this. Honestly, they're really just happy to go and to volunteer and to speak at a local mops group or, you know, a glow or whatever, and they really don't care about the money. That isn't why they're there to do it. But I just have to say that if that's you and you don't need anybody to pay you to do it, then I, I want you to redefine pay because it's not only about the dollars somebody gives you. It's about the trust somebody's giving you. It's about the time someone's giving you, um, all the people that are coming to that meeting, maybe there's 30 gals that come out to the mops or whatever, maybe there's only 12, whatever. If you are going to be with them for one hour, if there's 12 of them, that's 12 hours of time that you were just paid. Uh, if there's 30, that's 30 hours of time you were just paid. So don't think of it just in terms of money, even if you aren't going to be earning dollars by doing this. Um, you People are definitely paying you. They're definitely investing in you saying, I believe you have something of value here. That's why I came. Uh, Lauren, when you think about a speaker who's got a pretty good page, what do you think is the, like the one, the one thing that most speakers miss? Maybe too narrow because maybe speakers are missing everything. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you know what? I think <laughs> I think a lot of speakers are just missing clarity. Yeah. Honestly, it's what do I it it's answering those questions, right? And it's mm-hmm. answer, answering mm-hmm. them in in visual cues and in the language the the written language that we use. If yeah. I don't know who who you're talking to and what your message is, I don't have time um, I mean, I also book speakers. I, I, I run I run a, an event um, here in in Barrie, Ontario. So I'm booking six to eight speakers uh, a month. So if I can't figure out exactly what your story is, I don't have time to go look at to go looking through and reading it. You need to be absolutely clear. That is the number one thing: um, clarity and lack of of informational organization. Yeah. I love that. If That's I can't so find true. it. Mm-hmm. I, when, when, uh, when, I, when we built com, the number one thing was that everything would be apples to apples so that when a event planner was going through and looking at the different profiles, every single time the person's fee range would be in the same place on the page. Every single time the person's bio would be on the same page in the place on the page, you know, they wouldn't have to look all over for it. Once they knew how one page was laid out, they knew how every single page was laid out. The method to that madness is that they can just quickly look for the most important components to them. Now, as a web hostess, you know, I mean, we've got like 1,700 speakers over there. As a web hostess, I know that every planner that comes there, the thousands of planners that come to womenspeakers.com, they're not all looking for the same thing. 
they're all looking for something very specific, but only they know what that is. Some of them are looking very specifically for the name of the church that includes the word, you know, whatever. I might say Baptist or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, they're looking for something very specific. But if they can quickly find it, they're much more likely to stay and look at a few more pages to look, you know, to see if they can find the speaker there. That's how it has to be at your own website. Once they leave womenspeakers.com, or if you're not already involved there, if you are a Christian women speaker, get listed there. But if they if they pop off of that page now to your home page, again, you don't know exactly what they're looking for. But what Lauren's given you here is a list of the many things they may be looking for and in a way that they can easily find them, even if they've never been to your page before. Uh, Lauren, I want to go back and touch on a couple of these things. You said that you have your speakers include four to six photos. And I want to just uh, talk about that for a minute, how important it is that you have a professional headshot, you have a couple professional photos, and uh, an experience that happened to me years ago, I thought I thought I had a photo that was pretty good, you know? And we arrived at the... Um, we arrived at the event venue. It was, a, it was a, a weekend retreat for women. And I got a copy of the program. <laughs> and the photo of me, when they had gotten it, it was very distorted, and it was just terrible. And it was at that moment that I realized, oh, I need a really good photo, <laughs> not just a halfway good photo. To talk to us about why the photo matters to an event planner. Because they don't, again, it's a matter of making it easy. Often the event planner is then taking the information that you've provided and either either putting together the, the, the conference book booklet um, themselves or sending it to, to, the, to the designer to have that done. If you have provided... Um, and there's there's two different two different styles of photos. There's a high resolution photo, which is one that is good for printing, right? It takes up more space on, on your website. It is a larger file, but they're going to be able to blow it up a little bit if they need to, and it looks good in print. And then there's also the option of a low resolution file, which they're probably going to use that on their on their website. Right, because then the website will, will will load faster. But if you, we are a society of people who, no matter how we try and change it, we do make um, decisions based on looks. Mm-hmm. We, ba- we we decide whether someone is a is actually a a professional um, based on the quality of the material that they put out, and. I don't necessarily like it, but it is a, a reality that we're dealing with in, in, in this world. So we I, might as well we might as well deal with it and, and make and, and make it make it happen. And I just have to say that in in defense of the event planner wanting you to look good, I mean they have put a lot of work into whatever their flyers are, whatever their posters are, their website, their handouts. And if the only thing that really stinks about it is your photo. That's really not fair to them. I mean, they really work no, absolutely. hard. They, you know, so it's it's really your job to give them the best one you can. And of course, you can only look like you. You can't look like you know a, a supermodel or whatever. But y- you just you just have to be okay with that. And even honestly, even if you could look like a supermodel, I mean, one of the guys we're going to have on the show in 2014, Peter Hurley, he he, he photographs supermodels, and he he tells the story about sitting across 
sitting across the um, TV, uh, you know, sitting there and going through, and, and uh, a gal uh, model and her husband were sitting there, and she's sobbing, and she's saying, I hate how I look, I hate how I look. And he said, but she wasn't just any model, she was Miss Universe. So no matter how you look, I know you're going to feel like I don't look good enough to be in a picture. I don't look good enough to be on a poster. But the, that isn't really what it's about. What it's about is taking what God's given you and making that shine to the best of your ability and then being content with that, but doing it in a professional way instead of in a, I don't look good enough, therefore I'm just going to schluck it through. Because that really says something about you, and it says something that's going to make it hard for a planner to book you. And, and that's exactly what we're talking about not doing here. Um, talk to us just for a few minutes here. We're getting close to the end of the hour here. Talk to us about generating the list how, or do, to, actually capturing a list. How, how do you go about capturing a list? What are some ideas that you have? I love to offer something. Um, I mean, it's, it, we, we, it's called an irresistible offer. I used to call it a foot, football phone. Does anybody remember back in the days of Sports Illustrated where if you if you would sign up for Sports Illustrated you got a phone in the shape of a football? It would just it right. was just <laughs> that funny little that funny little thing. Oh, that's really cool. I want that. What can you offer that is minimum effort on your part but has a high value for the people that um are going to give you their email list in in return for it? So in in my case, I change my irresistible offer every every three to four months, um, just because I always want to keep it fresh. So we've done. I mean, I run a marketing agency, so we've given away marketing planners. We've given away how to how to plan your product funnel. We've given away the top um, ten speaker websites that sell. We've given away all kinds of different different things. So what is it that you do? Through your speaking, what what is the, the, the ultimate deliverable? Because there's always a, a deliverable um, that you give that you can then put on, put, write down or record a short um, video about or create a product of some kind. And it doesn't have to be something that costs you a lot of money. But what can you give in it that people will find valuable enough to give you their their email address. And once you have the email address, it is absolutely necessary that you continue to keep in touch with them or their email address is useless to you. Nobody likes you to found hear that. Yeah, I know, but right. And and of course now we've got now we've got the new uh, email setups that are sorting things automatically for us so that it's much harder to stay in people's inboxes than it used to be. Um Yeah, it is. It but it's still is. worth doing. But it's still worth doing, even if you do get segmented out. It's still worth doing. Well, it's a matter of being consistently on someone's mind, right? When you consistently deliver a little piece of value, um, I once people have have signed up for my free offer, they get a newsletter every every month, and the newsletter has a little bit about me, but it also has. Um, some great technology tips, some time management tips, some speaker tips. And in my in my former life, I was actually a sommelier, so I actually sometimes review my favorite recipes and suggest a wine to go with it, or something that is absolutely personally me, right? Something that and people follow people who aren't even necessarily 
um, speakers or coaches have signed up for for my newsletter because they've heard that I really know how to make food sound good, hmm. and they want to try a recipe. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it, it it's it's silly, but but it's it's true. We want to give them consistently give them something of value. It's called content marketing, and um, it really is the way of the future because we as people are so tired of being sold to all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And and we really we really do have to we do have to keep giving value giving value away free, not only just selling it but giving away free. I love the I, I love the new segregation emails. Um and if you're not sure what I'm talking about now some of the most of the email systems now have a, a process where they sort it for you where they t- where they guess which ones are the ones you really want to read whereas which ones are just the promotions or which ones are just the social network ones because the emails everybody's complaining about emails are just so full it's hard to you know it's hard to um go through them all so the 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 email companies themselves have sorted this out but what what I do love about the emails is that I'm much less like likely to delete a promotional or a social email at this point because it's not in my main box. I usually just let them ride, and that's really great news for uh, speakers because what you want is you want to still be there when they think of you later. You want to be easy to find, and it actually it actually can have an upside too, even though it's a little hard to a little hard to swallow at first. Lauren, this hour has just flown by. I want to give you another sixty seconds here. If you have just a closing, um, maybe a, a tip or strategy that you wanted to share that we didn't get to. I just want to say that. As as speakers, I really w- just want to encourage you to find whatever way works for you to to spread that message, that message that is God-given and bubbling up from your soul. I really want you to to just work on what is necessary to reach as many people as possible, and whether that's a speaker website that sells, whether that is um, – you know, talking to more people, whatever it is, just just do it because the message you're you're spreading is a message that God has given you, and you have to do His work. I really love the uh, passion with which you said that because I just think I I just think somebody needed to hear that right now. One of you speakers or several of you needed to hear. Just keep doing it. Keep trying. Keep trying to figure out. Uh, how it is that God wants you to present yourself and your ministry and just give it your whole heart, and he is going to take that little bit that you have to bring, and he's going to bless that, and he's going to take you wherever he needs you to be. Thank you so much for sharing that. Lauren, thanks for being here. I loved everything you said. Thank you, my dear. Thank you. It was an absolute joy for me. Oh, great. And you guys need to go over and check out Lauren's website at PibworthPS.com. That's Pibworth Professional Solutions. Pibworth is spelled P-I-B, as in boy, and then worth, like the word worth, W-O-R-T-H, Pibworth, P-S, for ProfessionalSolutions.com. And we will see you back here next time for another edition of Marnie's Friends. And we've got lots of great programs coming up for you, lots of training in any all of the 12 life zones that matter. And what's really fun about learning in the 12 life zones is that when you learn something in one, for instance, how to, how to market your speaking, 
uh, we've been learning about that today. But you know what? These strategies work in anything that you're trying to market, whether you're trying to get your kids to clean up their room or whatever. You have to use the same kind of uh, strategies that you're using here. It's just at a little higher level. So all of the life zones overflow into and help each other out. Thank you, Lauren, again for being here. Thank you for being here. And I hope you all have a wonderful day, and we'll see you back next time. Bye-bye now. Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.